This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody. With me are Kyle and Eric. Hello again. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> we're kind of getting off to a late start today. It's just one of those lazy Fridays that just can't yeah, just been motivate sitting here myself. waiting for you to <laughs> you know, be ready. Be like, let's do this, guys. <laughs> I think it was like... 10 a.m. I was like, when do you want to do it? In a little bit. Yeah. It's like four hours later. Four <laughs> hours later. <laughs> well, it up, happens though. I Not ended big up deal. having so much work planning out the next couple weeks of bookings. Um, you know, we're just getting into the fall season and print counts just get so much smaller. So not everybody gets something on the break and then you're trying to fill, fit it in mm. off the break, but then you might be able to get something. So you don't want to crowd it yourself. It's just so many p- moving puzzle pieces at this time of year. The life of scheduling for theaters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I took, I am like looking a month out and trying to plan everything. I mean, I've, I've tended, I have a tentative plan cleared through the end of December. Actually, I'm actually planning the rest of the year, but hard coding in the next like four <laughs> mm-hmm. weeks yeah so we'll see how we'll see how it goes but it's good to have like to lay it all out at this time yeah Ho- so. hopefully not too many shakeups but there's a lot of interesting oh, stuff it, coming this fall so as soon as i put it on paper it's gonna change yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what erasers were invented exactly yes i still use paper and pencil and erasers <laughs> although i do have a really awesome booking system i still need a worksheet <laughs> I'm old school that way. Yeah. I, I love the way she I... laughed, and we're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I used a pencil. Actually, yeah, oh. I'm all I... I'm all about the weird. That's so funny. Hashtag I just pen life. Oh, you, you, with <laughs> as much erasing as I have to do, you want you go back to the pencil. It adds character to like scribble it out. I would lose pen. so much space <laughs> through so many scribbles. You got to make sacrifices. I do. I I sacrifice the eraser to the paper. <laughs> no, I just had to um, sharpen two dozen pencils for my son's first grade class. Aww. What, what really brand fun. pencils does he get? Oh my gosh! <laughs> is he a Ticonderoga or is he a? I just got. A, I got Target. The other one? I got Target brand pencils. Dixon. Oh. But they're they're orange. They look like traditional pencils. Yeah. But I could tell the quality wasn't as good. The yeah. the wood was very soft and. That's fine. I had to go buy a pencil sharpener, though. I got an electric one. I'm like, two dozen pencils? Get just sticking it in there. <laughs> the cranking builds character. We had a crank one here in the office, like a wall-mounted one. But I'm <gasps> really? not sure Those where... Those are my favorite. I'm not sure where it went. Remember where you could turn the <laughs> dial in the different mm-hmm. pencil sizes? Oh, yeah. Kyle, did you know pencils came in different sizes? This is such a painful conversation. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is. I love pencil pencils. Talk. <laughs> I love pencils. It's something everybody uses, and you yeah. use them for a long time. You develop certain relationships with different types of pencils. Yeah. There's the tr- the tr- what were they called? Trirites, three sided. Then there were like the black Ticonderogas that were a little rubbery on the outside. Mm-hmm. You have like the fat preschool age ones. The Those are my ones. favorite. <laughs> I would steal them from my from my teacher's desk. 
what now, <laughs> now you can you get to help, to help kids hold the pencil correctly you can get little forms like little that they put their fingers oh into. the rubber grips yeah, yeah i actually do remember those that. are those yes. are popular well, there's just rubber grips that were like a padding on the pencil but these are like oh yeah they're, they're like molded yeah they're like fat and awkwardly yeah. shaped mm-hmm. they teach you how to hold it the right way <laughs> well when you're, you're young when them. you're like you're little oh, now like i'm in, in, this in grade school and you can't like <laughs> drive around and get your own stuff you know, you only see these pencils if you stumble <laughs> stumble upon them, and if right. you know, it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get this the only way I can. So my son was so excited. You we steal. Ha- we had a couple pencils that were unsharpened because we didn't have a pencil sharpener. So when I bought the one, I was doing it for his class. He's like, the Christmas pencils, the Halloween <laughs> pencils. So yeah, we have pencils galore now. Pencils. Kyle's over there just thinking he's above this. I'm dying over here. Why? (laughs) (laughs) To start off this podcast, we have pencil talk. This is great entertainment. Everything's (laughs) worth talking about. There's an emotional center to the pencil I was like, okay, cool. One or two lines about pencil. Oh, okay. We're really, oh, wow. We're deep in this conversation now. You gotta find the beauty in the mundane. Right. (laughs) Well, and kids these days, they don't understand having to get up in class and sharpening their own pencil, the grinding of it, getting the right (laughs) size in the loop, (sighs) holding it just right so that you don't grind one side more than the other. Well, let's spare Kyle since he's too good for pencil talk. Talk about something that's slightly more interesting (laughs) maybe than pencils. How was the peanut butter falcon? (laughs) I think this is... Far more fascinating a conversation than mm, pencil we'll talk. We'll I guess I adore this movie quite a bit. Um, basically, it's a movie about this guy um, named Zach. He has uh, Down syndrome and he has to live in a retirement home since he was abandoned by his family and there's no real other place for him to be taken care of. So that's the best spot for him. And he escapes so that way he can go to learn to be a professional wrestler because he was inspired by one of his heroes. Along the way, he runs into um, Shia LaBeouf's character, Tyler, and they set off on a road trip adventure, so that way um, they can kind of escape their past that they didn't quite like and off to a better future for themselves. And it's it's an adoring movie, cause it's, especially because of the chemistry between the two. Um, you can tell that um, Shia and Zach, like, whose real name is also Zach, um, loved working with each other they loved the chemistry that was coming off of one another and it just feeds into this movie dakota johnson when she jumps into the movie it also just oh, yeah, adds even more the, yeah um, isn't she his caregiver that she's trying to go after him to yeah. bring him back yeah she gets more of a role in the second half of the movie than the first one but mm-hmm. and when she really does get more of a role then it just adds even more of an entertainment value to it uh what i really endured though is that this movie has like a lot of like a lot of life lessons like respect learning to respect people even though people can be different from you or not forgetting uh, certain types of people like people with down syndrome like don't forget about them because they are people too don't try and treat them too differently because like they're just like you and me they are people so let's just be well, accepting of one another the question Ooh, when i saw like the trailer for this movie is there was like there's not a whole lot of people with down syndrome in movies just like you know in general but there's like this weird thing that i've seen where it's almost like a over people are so scared of portraying people with down syndrome as like less than or different that they like overcorrect and make them just this one dimensional like embodiment of like pure happiness sure and yeah. like joy yeah and it's like that's kind of also 
not very good. So yeah. I was wondering if they're going to kind of do that with Zach's character in this movie. No, no, I would, I would say that they do not do that. Like they actually give his character uh, quite a lot of range for him to work with. They give him a lot of um, depth to work with on the character. He's written very well to where it's not insulting um, to the actor or to the character. Like it's very, yeah, I mean, much like, like anyone could have played this character and do a good job, but it's great that they picked this actor to be able to do it. Cool. So I mean, it, you, him being Down syndrome isn't really integral to it. It's just kind of just it, a part of him. It, yeah, it's that's a good way of saying it. Like it is a part of like him. He's and still he's, a flawed character. Yeah, because like you know, people with Down syndrome are flawed, just like mm. any other normal person. Exactly, yeah. And that's and okay. that's the message of this movie, which I really appreciate as well, um, was that just because someone is different from you doesn't mean you should disregard them or treat them any differently. Like, they should be <laughs> regarded as people too. Um, and I think that message really hits home is really what brings upon, uh, upon this a, a inspiring story for him to try and be able to reach his dreams and for the rest of his... Um, friends on his journey to be able to reach their dreams too and I think it's the most personal feel good story of the year but it's also like one of the better ones too because I've been a sucker for feel good movies <laughs> this year but this one I really did adore for for the right reasons like I wasn't being forced you know <laughs> with like the aspiring music and the happy go not, nothing quite like that but just rather like I'm feeling those ways because I should be feeling those ways authentically cool good yeah, and I, I think more people should go see it. It's uh, well-deserving of your time. Nice. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just still thinking about pencils. I, I want to know what happens in the end, but I know I shouldn't ask that on the podcast. So they I'll probably form a happy found family. They reconcile with their broken maybe, past. Maybe he gets to wrestle in like one of those backyard wrestling things. Yeah, him and Shia probably wrestle. Yeah. Do they wrestle? Do they wrestle? Uh, he Shia does train him to be a wrestler while they're going uh um to the school that Zach wants to go to in order to train some more. But <laughs> Shia loves character wrestles. No, but he just like kind of trains him on the so fly. Like, you know what? You we can wrestle. Let's wrestle right here, right now. What me? I can't wrestle. Of course you can. Not quite like that. <laughs> it's it's done it much like better. I promise. Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer, like going down the river. Yeah, it really it does kind of feel like Mark Twain light. It feels inspired by uh, Mark Twain stories. Is there a metaphorical peanut butter falcon? No, it's his name. That's that's literally the wrestling name he comes up with while they're on the journey. That part's not a spoiler. Because Falcon is part of the wrestler. He his yeah. What's the and peanut butter is his favorite sandwich or something. What's the main wrestler? Because I know Thomas Hayden Church is the wrestler. Yeah, he's the wrestler. I'm trying to remember the full name of it now. Lobster Man. No, it was not Lobster Man. We're not going to talk about Lobster Man ever. Such a forgettable character. Um, (laughs) It is obviously not. I don't know. It was like salty, salty water, something or something like that. I don't. I need to double check. I can find it here somewhere. Uh, uh, but Thomas Hayden Church is also very good in it. The say. Lobster would not be a good The Lobster Man name. is the perfect wrestling name. <laughs> He'll get you in his claws. <laughs> How threatening. I know. Um, sorry, taking up good airtime. Here we go. Saltwater Redneck. Saltwater Redneck. Oh. Yeah. So not name. based on any Falcons. <laughs> That's a name. Saltwater Lobster. I believe Zach uh, wanted his name to be Falcon first and then... Through shenanigans, it turns into the peanut, peanut butter, butter falcon. Okay. Well, 
And when I say shenanigans, not in like a bad way, like, oh, through the hijinks. Like, it, it, it's, a, it's a good moment. Nice. Well, there'd be a good Labor Day movie for this weekend yeah. since not a lot is coming out. So Yeah, exactly. I hope some of these films. I hope more people give it a chance because I think I'll try people will it. come out and love this movie. It'll be hard to be more feel good than my Midsummer director's cut, though. Oh, the most feel good of the year. <laughs> I, <laughs> it is, I, swear. I saw that, that Midsummer was having a director's cut and I was like, does Eric even know? Oh, you better believe <laughs> oh, it. Of course he, Eric he knows. Knew. <laughs> he knew. He knew. I'm so excited. So that is also coming out this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but down the road, we oh boy, there's sp- been a lot of talk about Martin Scorsese's Irishman movie. Yep. Uh, he, it's his foray with Netflix, and um, he really wanted a theatrical run of it. That was Netflix promised. Yeah. Turns out, I mean, it's Martin Scorsese. He's like yeah. one of the most film purist purists out there. Yep. Turns out, though, <laughs> Netflix doesn't want to deliver on that promise. Mm, no. no. Thanks for making this probably great awards-worthy movie, but mm, no, we don't want to put it in theaters We don't you. really want to <laughs> have a theatrical window, so we're just going to put it on streaming. Yeah, it's, basi- it's, it's the Roma thing all over yeah. again. So basically, the Netflix attempted to negotiate with the major theater chains, AMC, Regal, and Cinemark. And of course, they held firm to their 90-day windowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if for those unfamiliar, the 90-day window is a theatrical window where uh, films play exclusively in theaters and don't go to streaming or DVD or anything mm-hmm. um, till for 90 days. And Netflix didn't want to do that. And so they're just going to do their super limited qualifying theatrical <laughs> runs in independent theaters in Couple just theaters, New York and LA in, yep, yep. to qualify for the Oscars. And then they're going streaming I wonder right what Martin away. Scorsese thinks about that. I don't think He's he a, obviously has a say anymore. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's, I didn't think about that part because yeah, like I said, him, like Christopher Nolan, Quentin Tarantino, they're like the biggest names in like that purest Mm-hmm. sense so they're very much champions of the traditional or the classic theatrical experience yep so i can see him probably like okay guys but you got to make sure that people can see this on the big screen in the immersive theater setting and they're going oh they can yeah but, they totally can if they but not exclusively <laughs> but if they and only if they live in one of these two cities well they will take dates and they will book it in the end of november but it's all it's going to be day and date with streaming there it's only going to be available to theaters not in their pre-selected locations at the same time as it's available on the netflix platform yeah the first thing i thought when i saw that because i've already i've said before how whether you like it or not it's just i feel like almost impossible to be as immersed in a movie when you're mm-hmm. watching it at home streaming it there's just too many distractions there's light through the windows things like that and there's no way people are gonna sit down and be totally immersed in this movie f- for 210 minutes no. <laughs> the same way that they would be if it, they saw it in it's a in quite a, a long movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really really long yeah. <laughs> it's three and a half hours exactly so i don't know i feel like this decision is just kind of going to maybe hurt it a little bit in terms of people's initial impressions of it. Well, I think it's just going to happen with what happened with Roma. That there's yeah. going to be some interest in it. It's going to get a, a lot of awards buzz because it's Scorsese and it's probably done very, very well. Oh, and yeah. It's probably oh, masterful. Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, yeah. Joe Pesci. It's like 
you know, it's the dream team from coming back. Yeah. Dream team of gangster films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, the one positive thing I will say is that it kind of opens an opportunity in some markets where your competitor is a major chain like AMC or Regal and you cater to an older audience that may not have Netflix, this yeah. could work for you in that like very limited scenario. But even yeah. for three and a half hours, that's... Yeah. I think you... I think even for the older audience, I don't think they want to be sitting in a theater for that long. Unless ah. it's got luxury recliners and yeah, they can't take a nap. Yeah, luxury recliners, maybe an intermission. Yeah. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of older people, especially that I know... The length really isn't a thing right. because well, yeah. you know it's they're not buying concessions. That's so. that's your plan for the night or for the day. You know we're gonna go to the movie, and if you're there for a long time, it's like and if the movie's good, you probably just think of like I got a lot of bang for my buck. Yeah, so it's not all doom and gloom, but it's not surprising. You know, it just it, seems a little petty. Was, it seems petty, and I was more surprised the idea that they were actually gonna have a theatrical run than. I was like, yes, the creative community is stepping up and kind of forcing this. And then it really showed that once you sign with them, there's no power. You have no control, no power. It's like, yeah, of course, we'll totally give you a a theatrical run. And you brought up a really good point earlier, um, Eric, that it's on Netflix indefinitely. So what does it hurt Netflix to wait 30, 60, or 90 days? (laughs) Oh, no. That's why I say it's kind of petty. Yeah. It's like. You're gonna. It already boasts the big red N Netflix original. You know, right. its its name is synonymous with with the movie, and it's gonna be there for the rest of Netflix at least. Unless, so I don't I don't really know what harm it's doing <laughs> if it's. I wonder if Netflix has data that shows that certain their original content or certain movies just drop off to nothing. After. Probably. You know that oh, there there's is no a, way it doesn't. There's, there's a shelf life for yeah. these things. <laughs> probably, and so it's that's, possible. So they're probably, but without sharing what the reality is with that shelf life with mm-hmm. any theatrical, mm-hmm. to maybe like say, hey, let's work together on this. They're like, they're just, they just know what that shelf life is, and they're just trying to get. Well, it there as has much to be that. like a a Netflix viewer data number conspiracy out there. I'm going to find it and I'm going to go down that (laughs) rabbit hole. Yeah. I love me a good conspiracy theory. But maybe that shelf life is a lot shorter than what you think because theatrical shelf life is pretty long. I mean, the the exclusive 90-day window gives you three months. Mm -hmm. Plus, um, if it's really good, like Lion King or one of the Disney ones, Mm -hmm. like you can still see Avengers in theaters even now. Like it's still playing. Yeah, uh, as long as the movie is good and it's a recognizable property. Right, Right. but that's what I'm saying. Like, well, there's no way that the drop off isn't way higher on Netflix. Just be, it's just the nature of streaming. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of things to choose from. Oversupply. When you watch things, you're probably not as invested. You're not going to remember as much about it afterwards. You naturally, you're not going to talk about it as much. I wonder if the shelf life for, if you compared like Netflix or streaming original movie shelf lives versus the shelf life of something that had been in the theaters. I wonder if the theater one is longer. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It'd be an interesting, and only, and only these platforms have that data. I would, I, that makes me wonder about Disney's um, streaming plus platform. Are they going to show their numbers? No, they definitely will not show their numbers because it's not, Maybe unless if something is successful. I don't think that they ha- they ha- have to though because probably don't have to. But for breaking no rights, so is there any a- way to prove them wrong? Like I remember when Bright came out, God, it was a terrible movie. I remember when Bright came out True. and Netflix was like, 
if this were translated to ticket sales or something, it would have been like a 50, 60 million dollar opening. Is there any way to disprove that? No. It's just like I don't think says so. who they don't you. Give. <laughs> <Wait>. Yeah. <laughs> this movie would have made this this movie was like a 400 billion dollar opening weekend, right. guys. Just just trust us. It might have cost 4 billion dollars, <laughs> but I can only hope that if streaming original movies don't have the shelf life that that is like a cost associated with that shelf life to create and produce the quality of the stuff to get people staying on the platform that they that they will start still reversing course and pushing back to theaters if we yeah. ever see that change then you i feel like then you kind of know that they needed the theaters more than they were letting on for well attention spans are so short constant yeah. things are constantly coming in and leaving and if it's not on that new releases little thumbnail thing on mm-hmm. netflix then it doesn't matter if it's a scorsese gangster film it's it inevitably is just going to be lost in the pile like yeah. everything else well, lots of things think, are built up and, <laughs> and hyped and then they're just after right. their f- first week of you know whatever it's it's old news yeah i think of the the all the piles that people are gonna have to sift through now all of the different streaming piles because what what was great about netflix that i don't think will ever be replicated again unless disney keeps buying everybody (laughs) is um the convenience of one platform to see everything i think that's where netflix's strength was and as that starts to break apart and decentralize um i think that makes it harder and harder and people will become pickier and pickier for sure with their dollars whereas theaters are still one, legitimately one platform where you can see a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And it's a good enough, at any given time, there's a, there's a big enough variety, but there's not so much that you get lost. It's like, I don't know how many movies are playing in our theater, like ten, 9, 10. Yeah. And sometimes there have been points where I've seen everything, like I li- I've literally seen everything that's in the theater right now, but mm-hmm. most of the time it's like, mm, I haven't gotten around to those yet. Maybe I don't have Maybe anything else going on. Maybe it's worth 10 bucks go. to go. Because, you know, there are lots of people who, if anything, it's still just fun to go to the movie. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just fun to get out of your house. Yes, exactly. People people don't really... I feel like they're going to start realizing that more and more and more since everything is so convenient and in one's place. Like, you can stay home, watch all your entertainment. I mean, it's Wally, you know. <laughs> like, and sit on your couch and then order your food to your door now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Wally, the, the humans in Wally are on the on the horizon right they are <laughs> yeah. it's Pixar really was scary right 10 it's in, years ago it's inevitable <laughs> oh, that, i mean at least they were they thought they were happy <laughs> yeah. the gun violence wasn't a problem <laughs> well yeah true you gotta be able to hovering lift a over gun. yeah you gotta be able to lift a gun to shoot it yeah so um that gets us into uh disney so yeah roma uh, or uh, sorry, Irishman is going to have a, a Roma-esque theatrical distribution. Part of me wonders if it'll make as big of a deal as Roma did right. come award season. Well, we'll have as, to Again, see. assuming yeah. that it's going to be a good movie, which it probably will be. I think the only thing that it affects, it, it may not affect its awards other than Best Picture. I think people are still leery to give a, yeah. a non-theatrically distributed film Best Picture. Because Roma was nominated for Best Picture, yeah, right? Yeah, but, but it didn't win. There, yeah, there's no way it was going to win. That'll probably be what happens with this one now. Yeah. Weren't we thinking there was a chance Roma was going to win? Well, a lot of people did because it yeah. was winning at like other festival or uh, it won it won Golden Globe awards. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, it won like other ones. But the Academy is it's just a little bit different, and there's a lot more like 
purists yeah. or kind of people who believe in the the purity of the theatrical experience. Sure, sure. So kind of it can be nominated, yeah, because it was one of the best movies of the year. If they didn't nominate it, people would get right. all angry online. It's but. still because the Academy is still made up of the creative community and the creative community recognized the quality of that film and all the people that worked on it. And they recognized the director for it and the cinematographer, but they weren't going to give it the <coughs> award because there's just Excuse that me. that difference in what the best picture of the year is versus being able to say, hey, this was the best director that directed yeah. anything. This was the best cinematographer that created anything. Yeah. Oh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. But we've been here before. <laughs> yeah. yeah At least not, we got heads up on so it. It's not so much interesting for me. Like, it's just Roma all over again. So I'm like, all right. All right. I'm, I'm going to used to it now. I'm trying. I'm a, what is it, transition? No. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. So, We're used to it. Um, the other big news that happened, this kind of go- goes right into it, was uh, Disney had their D23 convention. Mm-hmm. And they, I was supposed to go that, but. I just didn't couldn't make it <laughs> sad because they unveiled a lot of stuff about their Disney Plus platforms. Yeah, so. kind of giving us a clearer picture of exactly what their future is going to look like yeah. the next couple of years. Oh my gosh, we have so many Star Wars properties. We have so many Marvel properties on there. We have like um, live action Lady and the Tramp is going to be on there. High School Musical <laughs> TV show. Lizzie McGuire is coming back, guys. Yeah. High School Musical, the musical, the series, the series, the yeah, legit that's, that's title, literally for that. the name. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. oh well whatever yeah. lady and the tramp trailer dropped on that and i i knew that when they announced the lady and the tramp a long time ago being on streaming i was like it's probably not gonna be very good and it is totally <laughs> your animated dogs with movie mouths it's just <laughs> i mean aesthetically the movie looks good but it's just it's the pretty. the dogs and cats moving their mouths thing i'm not a fan i think it's <laughs> I don't very think anybody's outdated. ever been a fan of that like so they, they're annoying to me like i think of like show dogs and then cats and dogs when i was younger revenge it, of kitty galore yeah <laughs> i think there was like a homeward bound movie that did it too and i was like are you kidding me come on but air buddies or yeah. air buddy uh, it, i don't know like despite technology getting better to make that look better it still is just dumb to me yeah so i i mean whatever yeah I, despite it not being in theaters or in on disney plus i just don't care about it yeah. <laughs> it's the, fine the big news was obviously the first look at the mandalorian with just mm-hmm. john favreau's series i yep. saw that on my phone and the obi-wan and series incredible. being announced yeah. With Ewan McGregor coming out, finally announcing it. Something I was never sure, I never thought, I was never convinced that they would make a series like that, but I was also, I didn't put it past them. Right. Because, like, the the prequel audience, the fans of the prequels are now older and it's nostalgic to them. Yeah. Right. They're very vocal about their, like, almost ironic love of the prequels, and Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan is you know amazing you was, can't really he say that he's not part. yeah he's objectively just great yeah so that makes it's an obvious decision that disney did but i was still i was like okay they actually are gonna do that did yeah. you see how he was feeding the crowd with the announcement because he's he was, he was like on stage and he was talking to kathleen kennedy he was like kathleen ask me again if i'm gonna play obi-wan and the crowd's like oh my god and then she's like are you are you gonna come back and play obi-wan and he just looks at them he goes Yes. <laughs> and everyone's just <laughs> ah, like everyone's nuts throwing chairs and No, I mean the biggest thing fire. right there is you know, they have to if they're going to keep the Star Wars brand going and popular cuz like we had said before after Rise of Skywalker there's not going to be any theatrical movies for a few years, yeah. I guess. So um The Mandalorian and this Obi-Wan thing and then 
what's the other one? Something about the Rogue One guy. They're oh yeah, have one to, of the yeah. Rogue One characters has yeah. a show with um, yeah. Alan Tudyk. Stupid uh, droid. I, I forget. I forget KS2O the details on it. K S two K two yeah K two K whatever. Sure. I have his Funko Pop somewhere in here. And amongst yeah. Well, I guess that's not surprising. I think or did on, I, did I, I take no it out to your? Yeah. Okay, I took it out. Oh, Eric, that's right. Up in my, Eric up enjoy in the shelf. But yeah, no, they have to they have to ha- come up with things that are going to keep it in the in the public conscience. They announced so many Marvel shows. Yeah, oh they're really God. going all in on the Marvel shows. Every character is almost getting their own show. Yeah. Well, yeah. the biggest takeaway for me that is best seen in the Mandalorian trailer yeah. is that like. Just production quality wise, oh, yeah. like it's literally it's like industry. Yeah, it the the line is like blurred, you know, between what makes them what does a movie look like versus what does a series look like. Yeah, like Game of Thrones was already blurring that pretty pretty well, and now it's just like with Dis- the, the Disney money, mm-hmm. the Disney wallet. It's like oof, there is no difference. No, no, that was really interesting. Although I just have to say, I'm just not interested in a bounty hunter show oof. like. Give me all those bounty hunters. I, that would that's probably like the one reason as of now that I would be excited. swayed to get a Disney Plus account just so I can see that show. Oh, everyone's but, getting Disney Plus. Oh, everyone will for I'm sure. It. The model the bundle we'll thing see. with Hulu might sway me too, but I see Hulu. I have Hulu, so I'm like, well, will it lower I might only get it if it lowers my monthly Hulu amount. Which it should, I think. But is it the Commercial free Hulu, or it's commercial. It's probably Hulu with ads. Yeah, see, I don't want Hulu with ads. I pay extra to not have ads. So I have I have ad free Hulu, and then I'll I like go to my friend's house and we'll watch something on there, and I'm like, what is this? I know (laughs) it's frustrating. What are these things that are showing us stuff? Get it it (laughs) out of here! I don't like it. Can't afford the eight dollars extra to get (laughs) no ads. I don't like it. You have poor friends. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, it's it's gonna be interesting. The Disney's can just do anything yeah. with the money they have. Yeah. Did you did you guys like any of the stuff that they showed for the theatrical movies? The did you guys read up on anything for, oh, like Frozen Two Star Wars, and Onward? No. And they, I have I was so out of the loop with D twenty three. I mean, um, they basically just showed like images for like Frozen Two and Onward, and I think they showed footage for Mulan if I remember correctly. Right. Was that behind closed doors? I feel like I read an article saying that, like. Some stupid headline like Mulan footage brings the house down or something. I mean, it probably just at the event because it's just like a, a giant auditorium and mm-hmm. people go into it. So yeah. they probably, probably brought that roof down. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, they did show Star Wars Rise of Skywalker footage. Yeah, I love we that had trailer. a huge debate here in the o- in the office. Because it, it wasn't a debate. <laughs> it was not a debate. It was totally a debate. No. It's not a debate. <laughs> yes, there were points made on both sides, valid arguments, and we <laughs> were right. <laughs> I watched that footage from that Rise of Skywalker sneak peek, whatever, from D twenty three, and I just watched it really quickly, kind of half being like, <laughs> "What is this?" <laughs> I thought that that evil Ray. Everybody's the money about shot of the trailer. Um, whatever. I don't think that was the money shot no, of the trailer. Oh, that it was. Doesn't matter if you think it was. That was definitely designed to be the big money yeah. shot. Okay. Well, I thought that was Carrie <laughs> Russell. And I was like, what? why is she evil? <laughs> Every single publication in the world's headline immediately afterwards, like. Whoa, well, jaw-dropping Dark Ray. Is Ray evil? Like Dark Daisy Ray, Ridley. Sith Ray, Ray with a double-bladed red lightsaber. Ray, Ray, that Ray, lightsaber Ray, was Ray. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. 
the lightsaber and then Cody's was like, Carrie Russell did Carrie a great Russell? job at wielding that lightsaber. She did. <laughs> yeah, Cody's like, oh yeah, because Carrie Russell's going to be Ray's mom, right? It's like, mm, well, no. And that was Carrie Russell. It's like, no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it totally, t- in my mind, I know that it's not, it's probably not Carrie Russell, but it's, I just cannot convince myself not. it's not. It is 5,000% not Carrie Russell. It looks so much more like her than it does Ray. Well, I had, a, I had a good laugh about it regardless. I thought that was the funniest thing I've heard like, all day. What? <laughs> it's not oh a hill goodness. you want to die on. It's <laughs> not Carrie Russell. I know, but I just, for, I don't know why I can't accept and move on that that's not Carrie Russell. Like, because it's just not vi- like physically can't be like so yeah. cody's theory for dark ray is that it's secretly carrie russell and we just don't know it yeah what's your theory and on it's dark ray eric yeah it's probably just a vision it's probably just a vision it's but i'm going for twins force vision. <laughs> there's no. a twin out there <laughs> we do not have enough time left in this series to introduce a secret twin oh or do we no, we don't. I mean, there is a spinoff show that just got announced for Disney Plus, <laughs> Ray's Evil Twin. Oh, my God. I hate it's, it's probably just a vision like an empire, yeah. Where uh, where Evil Luke, was it where his head was cut off and in the Darth yeah. Vader mask? Yeah. That was actually disturbing as a kid. Right? I yeah, closed my so eyes during that scene. Yeah, me too. It's like, I know this is the part. It's because it's so hazy and misty and foggy. And, and he cuts his head off. Yeah, part the producer's pretty messed up too. to reveal himself talk about that to reveal himself is this a ray revealing herself she it took we, me way too long when i was little to realize that that was luke's head inside of that you thought it was carrie <laughs> so russell guess, huh you know yeah when i was little i thought it was that's what darth vader was was a young boy like a young yeah, like that's kind of what I, th- I was like whoa darth vader's just this little guy yeah just a cherubic child like man <laughs> <laughs> that's like my favorite word i don't know why in Good Boys, just because I'm going to make this quick reference, okay. Will Forte is talking to him about, I forget what he's saying, is after he trashed the house yeah. with the drone, and he's like, he's like, curse you and your cherubic cheeks and yeah. irresistible he's charm like, or something. You don't get to call me dad anymore. <laughs> I'm Mr. Blah, blah, blah to you. Oh, I love, I still love you, but I don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Eric finally went and saw Good Boys, and it's, funny. it's hilarious. Yeah, it's good. It is, it is very, very funny. Yeah, he okay. likes it. Get back to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, back to the Star Wars I talk. thought it was great. Super excited for this trailer. I was getting a little worried there because they were, like they always do, they hold off on really showing anything. And, you know, of the three teasers, this was definitely my least favorite teaser. That's yeah, three? I don't for like... The, when, well, for the sequel trilogy. I don't like The when Force they, Awakens oh, teaser, Last yeah, Jedi okay. teaser, and this teaser. I don't like when they take the old footage and, like, remember the originals that you've come to love well, this is. I didn't mind that so much just because I was listening to the music and I'm like, oh, John Williams, that. film. It was fill my just ears. a sizzle reel for the D23 event. No, so but it's... I just just let it go. Let well, it go. I mean, I'll, I'll let it slide they this time because it, you know it's the last. <laughs> it it's the work. end of the whole saga. You know, it's the end of the whole saga. So they gotta show the saga. Yeah, it, I mean, but. I don't really count it as a trailer anyway. Like it's not. It's, it's totally a, a trailer. Uh, I mean, it the is one hundred percent a trailer. And I, I'm it's not. a teaser. And it ends and it says the rise of Skywalker and it says December. It's a. It I do a like that they're not like overdoing it on the marketing. At least not yet. Anyway, like I like that there's this build up and no, I love we just it. don't just, have much to go off. I was of. just saying because I didn't love the teaser, te- like the original teaser, and then there's just nothing in between. I was just like, oh no, am I not? Am I not that excited for Star Wars? And then I saw this. No, and they're I just saw doing the, it right. I saw all the OG Star Destroyers. I was like, oh my god. 
God. <laughs> You're like, nope, they got me back Give in. Give it to me right now. <laughs> well, so yeah, anyway, I, 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 I loved mean, it. This one's not going to matter too much because they're going to show another trailer eventually, and then something else will appear there, well, they have, and it's going to cause people to freak uh, out. They Maybe they'll show two Dark Rays. And <laughs> they have Maleficent and Frozen 2 to be able to trailerize. I think they did show Maleficent, Maleficent 2 at... T twenty three also. I'm sure they did. I don't really know what they would something. show, but I'm amazed at how many of these Disney things I don't care about at all. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm super excited for Frozen too though. I think that's gonna be so big. It's at Thanksgiving. It's oh I'm yeah. really looking forward probably, to that. Yeah, I'll see that. I'm I just don't like think about it. You know, like day to day, like I think sure. about it. I've been talking like a sane person. I've been talking <laughs> about my bo- to my boys about it, be like, you know, they're gonna have another Frozen movie. We should watch it. The first one. What did they say to that? They're like, okay, mom. <laughs> For you. For you. They do They do let me pick a movie every once in a while. Well, good calling it being Frozen. You know what I really want? I want another Mulan movie. I like a live action Mulan. That would be good. Are I you mean, getting that? I mean, not Mulan. Yeah, next... Sorry, Moana. Moana. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, way yeah. too soon for a live I was like, was that Moana? sarcasm? No. <laughs> I just want it. We listen to that soundtrack all the time. I love that movie. It's yeah. a, that one is very good. Moana's. Except for Shiny. I was surprised <gasps> how... Get that song out no. there. We've had this conversation yes. before. I hate them all. Good. I hate them all. I like him when <sighs> I'm watching the movie, but I do not want to ever hear any of them detached from the movie. Oh, detached? No, it what? gets annoying. Sure. Yeah, I hate it. All <laughs> Disney movies. I hate... I hate hearing <laughs> Disney songs detached from the movies. I hate it. Just... <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I can't escape people who just love to put on Disney songs, like oh yeah, no, as I, like I, a background, yeah. like party music or something, or at work if it's late and we're closing and they Not got this to play. Work. No, like at, just at my old retail jobs, <laughs> yeah. and it's like closing time. It's like, oh, we get control of the PA. It's like play Disney songs. It's like, oh my god. That's so you're just doing you. this because it's Mimi and it's funny to sing along. It's I don't. I'm sorry. I do like Moana. That's the only one we listen to. Oh, I love you, Eric. It's <laughs> one of the worst. That's not the. How do you know you don't listen to him outside the movie? <laughs> because that's the like the most. That was what my original point was. I was. I'm surprised at how, like Moana has just took off. You know, yeah. it's it's music and just the movie itself. Well, like, I'd, I I say yeah. it's probably next to like Frozen, like pr- the most popular. Like, H- however, era when Disney it came movies. out, it didn't. Didn't it came out right after Frozen? Yeah. and it was oh, it's kind of a sleeper. not a bomb, but it just oh, really it's, didn't it's a open very well. For sure, and I was worried that that was a little racial element because it was like a brown girl and not. We had just come off Moana being these or Frozen being these white girl protagonists, yeah. and yeah. so I think it suffered. I feel a like little a lot of people that. thought that at first, but it's it's huge growth. Oh, it's it's, awesome. it's kind of inspiring to see. You know, little kids they don't care about no things like skin color or like what culture it takes place it's just an entertaining adventure movie my boys will see a toy and like the hey hey chicken they're like hey hey they freak out over that silly little chicken the chicken's pretty great i did just remember that at uh d23 they did say a new song played for frozen 2 and people are already predicting it's gonna be much bigger than let it go so be nah, prepared i don't think you possible. can get bigger than I'd, let it go just what i've heard in the rumblings of the places I feel like the two biggest the things like <laughs> we, we should debate this another time but for me the two biggest songs that i can remember from movies that made it into the cultural zeitgeist were let it go from 
Frozen, and Skyfall. Adele's Skyfall. I played forever on the radio. True. I remember that. That was yeah. a big one. I was always Which just is such a weird I don't listen song. to the radio, so all yeah. of these things that are huge, I never actually even hear until way later if I go out of my way. Like, yeah. I knew that apparently this song called Let It Go From Frozen was inescapable and people were mm-hmm. like i hate it i hate little girls be now because they always sing this song <laughs> and like and i was like i've never even heard it and then when i watched frozen for the first time i heard it i'm like yeah it's pretty catchy yeah <laughs> you're like it's a nice jingle like old town road that's what i was just gonna yeah. say that one. i didn't hear that for the first time until like last week i purposely listened to it i'm like what is this garbage why do the people longest like it? running number one song in history i'm like i'm old you know how I all of a sudden, how all of a sudden you get you get out of it, like you think you're with it, and then all of a sudden you're not with it anymore. I'm not Doesn't with happen it. Happened to me yet. Realizing TikTok was a thing, that's where I knew TikTok was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess the app. Yeah, yeah. The TikTok did not know it was a thing until too late, <laughs> yeah. and then I realized, oh man, maybe. Well, I, I guess when I was home touch. for my birthday, somebody so described funny. a song as a bop, and I was like. What? As a bop? Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> My friends what and I say that to each about other that? about songs all the time. So that's like, really funny. Someone I was else like, maybe it's because I just turned 25, but I have no idea what you mean by bop. <laughs> Like, that's a thing yes oh my God. Yes. i honestly thought that was a thing in my friend circle because no. we do that all the no, time it's a thing. so that's really it. funny like that's a bebop like... i was like i was like is that like fire or a jam <laughs> oh my gosh that's, that's my jam that's a bop. sick i don't know i was Guys, like I... it's a bop it's so good i was like Come like on. kids bop what, like that's bop a, what i thought when you said a bop like yeah. a beep Bop? It's like if it's not kids bop Beep or bop it, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's it. amazing. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Now you're making me feel even older. So not <laughs> only did I not like the music, so I'm like, what are these kids listening to these days? I don't even know how to describe it I anymore. Just, I just honestly thought that was only something like my friends and I said. Yeah, you but know, apparently it's, road. it's a bop. It's wonderful. It's like, a no, bop. I don't oh know. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I really don't feel like I'm that old either. Not. It's just I'm so out things of touch. move and change so fast, you know. Darn just a natural cell phones. Part, a natural part of life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we have anything else to add on to the D23 stuff? No, I think that's no, pretty much I it for Disney. I wish I would have gone to it now because there was a lot of fun things. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the, like the panel coverage or the inner like right. other than they like the really, trailers themselves. I haven't seen anything from it. They don't really do that at D23. It's more Well, like that Ewan McGregor thing. Yeah. That, I think that's probably funny. I it was seen entertainment that. weekly that I found clips for it. It's, I'll yeah, try and find it and see everything. if I can send yeah. it to you guys. It was on um Friday? No, I'm not Friday. Anyway, I can't think of it now, but I'll try and find it for you guys. Well, let's move on to our last yeah. big topic. Well, sure. The only Wait. thing I'll say about D23 and all the Disney Plus is it makes me sad that's not in theaters. Like, that's the biggest. And well, I'm that's always, what I'm saying. The Mandalorian, right. that trailer, totally could, could pass been. for a movie, yeah. like a blockbuster yeah. movie trailer. I feel like this is where streaming is going to start hurting theaters is not, is because they're going to take good content mm-hmm. away. Like oh, Mandalorian. It's here. Well, I guess November 12th. I mean, no one, no Maybe it could have been over. a good movie, but it's kind of like it's supposed to be made for TV, so I'm not really too upset by that. But the with, thing, a, with their other movies, at least that's kind of a bummer that we don't get them all at. The thing that's interesting uh, to theaters, me yeah. so. about Disney Plus, like specifically, I'm thinking of The Mandalorian, is they're not doing the Netflix dump them all at once thing. No, like, they're that gonna is be, smart. I do like gonna, that. They're going to do the 
wait a week, wait a week. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, that is smart because it'll keep people talking about it mm-hmm. the way that people were talking about Game of Thrones for the whole time. Yeah. Whereas if you drop everything at once, like with Stranger Things, how it right. used to be like the biggest thing ever. And then the third one came out. People, yeah, people talked about it for like two days, but everybody had already watched it. Everyone who cared enough had already seen it. And then yeah. it's old news within a week. Yeah, if the DC Universe service does it for their shows, and it works. I think it works so much better. Like, yeah, it's like normal television, but it's still on well, like their good. own service. And I, I like the anticipation. Delayed of Delayed gratification is a good thing. Although there are some shows that I wish would get dumped, like um, What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> I know that's an FX show, but yeah, FX then is you now watch Disney. It all and, and then you have a year. Uh, I just watch it all again and again and just enjoy it. <laughs> I can't wait for that second season to come back. <laughs> All right, moving on. We have um, a little bit of news and some trailers to talk about. So, uh, Kyle, Flash, getting yeah, a new you director. You care about that, right? What's going I on do with care that? that. <laughs> um, when are well, we going to get our Flash movie, Kyle? I think, I know we've said it the past couple of times, but I think this is the one. I think we found the guy. <laughs> I think they're going to stick with it. Uh, so, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, those guys that made Game Night and we thought they were going to direct the Flash. Well, they're not anymore. They yeah. left uh, back in July, I think Probably it was. It's gonna be terrible. Well, ma- well, they haven't <laughs> even made it yet. Yeah, they don't have to. Make <laughs> Game it. night wasn't that great. It it's was totally good. okay if they just don't make it. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the director of it, um, Andy Muschietti, I believe Muschietti, his last Muschietti. name. Muschietti. Muschietti. Um, he's gonna be the director of the Flash movie after he takes like a short break from making it and it chapter two. But supposedly, like that's his next movie, and uh, that I think. That'll be the director that they stick with. Are they going dark, broody? As Miller now? wants them to. Maybe I do know that the interview where he made that announcement, he was saying that there's not going to be any horror elements as compared to like it and it chapter two, but it's going to have a lot of human drama similar to what happens in his in movies, which I like. I think that will be pretty cool because he's good at that at least. Uh, but dark and gritty, I don't know. So there are just some superheroes that. I don't I think you feel like you need to make it dark and gritty. I agree. And I don't edgy. think you need to do that for the Just Flash. Just look at how the Flash looks. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna make me. Con- you're not gonna convince me that with a dark, gritty movie when with that's the bright the red main suit guy. with a yeah. gold. Like, no, <laughs> especially gold. with how they've made that character with that actor before, and yeah. that character in general is just not a dark and gritty character, really. Exactly. I mean, there's some storylines, sure, but overall. So they must be going that direction, though, because they got rid of the funny guys, directors, and now they're going with the horror drama guy. Maybe. I mean, a, a horror director did Shazam and then ended up being lighthearted and Well, directors comedic, do so. different tones in them. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that it could be lighthearted still. I mean, Danny Boyle just made Yesterday. You wouldn't really yeah. think that that's yeah. the movie he would make based on I know, on the guy that wanted ones. to kill James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm not sure in terms of tone, but he does want to make at least like a human story for the flash. So I guess that's what every director has to say. Yeah. Cause if you don't have it, all they mean by that is I want, I want people is, to care about the character, yeah. the flash, which I think he'll be able to do well. Cause he does that well in it. Is the flash going to be like a streaming platform thing for the <laughs> HBO go or HBO, HBO max max at this point? Well, now? probably maybe I don't think yeah. that's actually a, far-fetched question if i had to guess probably not but i don't think that's as far-fetched as i feel like the future of superhero movies is streaming is on streaming now something new is going to take over the block like the theaters and all of the superhero the major superhero things are going to go to streaming 
But once people see that new thing in theaters, they're going to want it to be on streaming too. And here we go all over again. Yeah. So yeah, um, despite this carousel of directors happening with this Flash movie, and it seems inevitable that this will never get made, I think that Warner's really likes this director and they'll want to stick with him. Well, he made him a lot of money with it. Exactly. Yeah. He'll probably make him a lot of money with Chapter 2. I think two. they have a lot of confidence in it, Chapter 2. Chapter 2 next week? Yeah. It is. Oh, next Friday. So, yeah. I just want to see Friday, my, September 6th. I want to see my big turtle. God, that would be awesome. I will not be watching this movie. I haven't seen the first one. I don't good. do horror. There's a lot of jump scares that don't land as well as others, but the movie itself, is. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I really liked it. So, yeah, I'm super it scared excited. the pants off of me, but I really liked it. Didn't scare me. Fair, I'm a wuss. No, thank you. <laughs> we got to write another article about Bill Skarsgård's lazy eye contributing <laughs> to the creepiness of Pennywise. Yeah, go viral again. Yeah, yeah. that was a hit two years ago, right? It was a glitch <laughs> in the Matrix. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah, there was that news. So, so there you go. dark and gritty superheroes. Let's talk Joker. That <laughs> trailer is fantastic. I am so surprised. Everything usually... about this movie that they've yeah. shown has been fantastic. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Called it from the very beginning. I am I am getting more hype for this movie than I thought I would be. So I have to take credit for the team making this thing. It looks good. It does look the quality looks good. Joaquin Phoenix looks good. And mm-hmm. I just don't know if I feel like if this is really like he's gonna be the Joker as we all think he is, or is this just a descent into madness and it happens to wear a clown thing. mask? Yeah. I've been the Joker seeing... is oh. Joker is yeah. Joker is madness. The same. hilarious sickening madness i've been seeing a lot from like the director like this isn't taken from inspiration of the joker or any of his nope. storylines like this is just yeah. a character piece on well yeah he, he talked a lot about how a joker as they don't make movies person. like apocalypse now or taxi driver anymore where right. you know it the whole movie is about this one person's either descent or ascent or just like a, a true character study in every sense of the of the phrase yeah and so this movie is just that it just happens to be about a character that we've come to know as a comic book character i hope that doesn't scare people away i mean i'm gonna give this chance and go see it i but i hope it doesn't scare people who are like it's not based off of anything i will but only stupid toxic comic fanboys yeah which I'm hoping that's not the case. I hope everyone gives it and, and, I think uh, this can be really Todd good. Todd Phillips already knows that there's going to be people like that, and he's already come out and be like, oh, yeah. guys, just don't worry. He'll get remade again. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He did say that. Just <laughs> so wait your turn. Warner's has been, is going to be showing this to a bunch of film festivals, too, so apparently oh, yeah. no, they it, have really high hopes for this being I don't know if it's playing at the Venice. Special. I think it's playing at the Venice. I, I believe it is. And Venice that's going and right now. one or two others. Because... You know, other movies have been coming out with incredibly strong reviews, like Ad Astra. And if this is playing at Venice, which I think I believe it is, it is yeah. we should be seeing like, at, like actual critical reactions here in this week, next week. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. No, which is I exciting. just e- even gave me chills. And I don't like movies like this, but this one I love like. it. Yeah. Ooh, That's I'm actually sickly, really interested. sickly body. He's I was very so si- sickly. Like, he's so thin. He lost, I think, 52 pounds for it. 52 pounds? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he is some looks... actors, man. And just laugh. natural for them. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I was the thing I was most surprised about is in the trailer when it sh- it shows what looks like the city kind of devolving into like riots. Yeah, where everybody yeah. is wearing clown masks. All of a sudden, I was like, that seems like a bigger scope than what we had been led to believe. 
Because, you know, the whole idea is it's just this one guy going crazy. But now it seems like that's mirrored or... Maybe it's this one guy going crazy that starts this uh, Yeah, like, it, it looks like it, there's a mirror of, yeah. you know, just society in general going crazy, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is an intentional point mm-hmm. that it's trying to make. But I was just, I wasn't expecting to see a, a scale or the story be on that scale. I hope that part of the story plays out well. I think it will. It looks like the climax to me, but yeah, probably. It looks like it'll probably go like parallel. Well, it'll be like a parallel story that feeds off of each other in a sense. Like could be as Maybe. you see more character development, you see more. Yeah, city. I don't. Um, I don't imagine us ever leaving his character though. So, no, like I feel like in the background it's you're like gonna a secondary see. Thing. Yeah, in the background you're gonna see this city going downhill while he is also going down I, I don't know it, it made me super excited this trailer was so much better than the other one and it gave um you more depth of him so it's not just him going mad but there's like a love interest you know like a a female yeah, that part was a little weird to me but but you would think that he probably had a love in, you know trying Maybe. to be a normal person Maybe it's a one-sided love interest. It yeah. definitely looks one-sided it could for be. sure. I mean, I thought the first teaser was Someone already who's nice incredible, to him, but, but he takes it the wrong way yeah. type thing. That poor guy. Yeah, the first teaser day. was already incredible, but this one, I have to agree, is, is even better. Yeah. yeah. I walked into Cody's office and saw her go, wow, this looks really good. And that, that's an, I think that's plenty of praise right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, if it gets somebody like me that doesn't usually exactly. like it to be like, yeah. oh, this, is, this looks yeah. amazing. What were your thoughts on the Terminator trailer that just dropped today? <laughs> I liked it again. <laughs> Eric is not about it, but nah. I I like I, it more than the teaser. I have to admit that personally, like when James Cameron came out and made that spe- speech about strong women and how he's only ever shown strong women in his films, and it's I'm like, yeah, 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 shut up. So that was a weird comment. And then yeah. So that's always been kind of in the back of my mind. I'm trying not to judge the film because now he's like, here's my here's my strong woman. I'm making her the he center. He wasn't even on set film. the entire yeah. time they were making the movie. I, I know. I'm just trying not to judge it. So uh, part of me was like reluctant to like this movie, but I don't love Linda Hamilton's character and I never have really liked her Sarah Connor whoa, character. Hot take. take. <laughs> don't. I, that I is, love her. She's crazy and hard to watch in parts. Yeah. I mean, that's the point. I love the She's first gone two. A lot. <laughs> I love the first two. I just this one looks. I like the human, like enhanced human character. That to me is like what is I, fi- I find appealing. I feel like I've seen that before in lots of other sci-fi movies, like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which Mackenzie Davis was also in. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. But uh, yeah. I don't know. This one just seems a little bit too soft rebooty. Like it just it looks like transform or not transformers terminator 2 but you know the characters have been swapped out for basically the same character yeah they just look different i liked how the um the bad terminator guy that's after him he talks that is pretty cool that was awesome yeah. that he, he does he did look pretty scary in this he trailer looks scary he talks he had a little bit of charisma when he talks so you're just like you could just blend in so well. It's like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> I know where this is going. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This one... No, I mean, I'm not saying that I think it looks horrible, but... And then it came out that it was announced that James Cameron, like I said, he was never even on set, and so much of this uh, marketing was built up, like, James Cameron's returning. He, yeah. Remember, he made the first two, and those were great. He's been the producer, So this one's going to be great, too. 
But then it's also announced that it's going to be a trilogy. And it's like, no. Oh, oh really? they announced it's going to yeah. be a, oh, no, the beginning of a trilogy. Oh, no, that's the curse. <laughs> it's the start of a new trilogy. Oh, that's a curse. Like, Don't no, do that. Just stop. No. Ne- never announce those things until you know exactly the be... box office numbers. Yeah, don't ever say that and don't plan. Remember what for happened it. to Power Rangers. We will not do that again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's everything I hate about the reboot, soft yeah. reboot, prequel, sequel. Nothing ever ends. I hate a story that has, like you said, no ending. That has no purpose. Like this yeah. was just. A little like a step to get us to a different narrative, but I want this narrative and I want this narrative to end and be its own thing. I hate to break it to you, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. I Wait, have a, does that mean we get more Arnold though? Grizzly, old, I don't know. I, I white, always white love seeing Arnold, Arnold on screen, no matter how, what he looks like. Yeah, but I did I like the know. scene where Linda Hamilton was as Sarah Connor was like, When this is over, I will kill you. And he's like. Yeah, All right. I understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah, well, what was the reason? I thought they were good buddy-buddy at the end of Judgment Day. Did well, he something? died in Judgment Day. Right. That yeah. model. I'm assuming this is just a different model because he was the right. T-800, T-801 or something. Okay, um, I'm just I'm forgetting things. So then, he's just so. another one, but the thing about those models is they were all meant to kill John Connor. Yeah. It's just that that one ended up being good. Right, right. So he, him back in the day, because I read a little bit of the character bio. Apparently, he's he was one of the Terminators that were supposed to kill John Connor, but for some reason, he was just like, yeah, screw this, and he just went and retired and lived in a cabin out oh. in the woods. All right, maybe that's just kind of a cool approach to this character. Yeah, but yeah, it's not the same one. Okay, then now that makes more sense. Yeah, I don't that know. One, I blindly like this trailer. That one had to destroy <laughs> his chip or something internally. And the only way to do that was if he melted himself because the chip is what was used yeah. to further the Skynet or yeah, something. Yeah, he sunk mm-hmm. into the lava with the thumbs up. Like yep. the most iconic shot ever. Which is such a good scene. It does bring a tear to your eye. With the Terminator like, no, music. No. Mm. <laughs> Love it. And now we have Dark Fate. Dark Fate. <laughs> that might, might <laughs> go back to the glory days, hopefully. Maybe this time. I thought... I like the trailer. I thought it was good. It I, does. It does look well shot, better than um, the past movies I've seen. Yeah, true. I, I, it looks better. Maybe that's what's getting me too. Is that it actually like looks good? <laughs> so I don't know. Blind, blind. I've been hope. there before. Well, yeah, same. I need to see the movie first. <laughs> but Fair yeah, enough. I think that's. I mean, that's pretty much everything we have. So right? what are we gonna watch this weekend? What's gonna happen? Labor Day weekend. There's not. Um, uh, any huge wide releases? No, this there's that Don't Let Go movie, but, that but only that's, has like nine hundred. Yeah, that's not really going. Very limited. Not that it would probably make anything, anyways. Sadly, it's a Bloomhouse film. It's like their Bloomhouse has a lot of movies. It's like their lower company, though. I believe yeah. it's Blumhouse Tilt, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I know again, I, they did give us upgrade. That's in that their one urban good, development so. company. Like I said, I'm seeing the Midsummer director's cut, and I'll also try and check out the Farewell. Yeah. Uh, the Spider-Man really extended cut is out, but I'm going to boycott Sony until they give us Tom Holland back. So, Sony. Oh, no, you're I mean, on Team <laughs> Disney. <laughs> no, I'm just oh. kidding. They're not taking away Tom Holland. No, I Get out of here. I'm just kidding. I'm they're kidding. just putting him in the cage. <laughs> no, honestly, they're putting him in the cage. Exactly. Yeah. No, um, I'm hoping to see the farewell because I found out it finally got to our theater. So yeah, hopefully I'll get around to that one. Um, but mostly I would say this is a catch-up weekend. If you haven't seen something right. like Peanut Butter Falcon, go see it. This is like the last big weekend, last holiday weekend for a while. So mm-hmm. 
so exciting. I'm so I'm so Be safe, excited go see movies. director's cut. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious camping. to see how much more they add to it. Yeah, it's like half an hour. Yeah. They add a half an hour of footage. Yeah, pretty much. That's better than Spider-Man's five minutes of additional um, footage. Eight. eight. Is it eight now? I don't Maybe know. I saw five. four. I think it's five and, minutes. Oh, no. I'm getting confused with the Downton Abbey yeah. eight-minute oh, so, featurette. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> everybody, there's Downton Abbey sneaks on September sneaks. 12th. So it's sneak tw- preview. <laughs> a new term. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that term. It's yeah, the 12th only. 12th only, 7 o'clock. Check your local theater. See if it's getting it. Um, there's eight minutes of additional footage that they're not even going to show in the regular Downton yeah, Abbey runs. Which is I'm weird, assuming but that's right. probably like a recap sort of. It, it's like an eight minutes of traditional from the last episode of the TV show takes you to where this where this movie starts. But hmm. it's only in these sneak previews. You're not going to see it in regular Downton Abbey runs. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's a good little yeah. marketing thing. Yeah, so I mean, if you're into Downton Abbey, this is clearly just for this is a movie clearly just for fans of the show, so you might as well lean into it. Yeah, because yeah. the show ended a while ago. Yeah, I guess a few years ago, maybe. I don't know. I, I never watched it. Me either. I heard it's really good, though. Probably. Is. And they're bringing the whole cast back, so. That's yeah. That's true. That's a, there's a lot of them. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Midsummer director's cut, Spider-Man extended cut. And They're bringing bring back a Toy Story this week. <gasps> oh, really? No additional footage or anything fun. Just I bringing see, it back it again. into first runs, and then yeah, and then that don't let go. Yeah, just a weekend of holdovers, pretty much. I would almost go see Good Boys again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's. That was so funny. It was it was a go really really good movie. I liked it a lot. I don't I don't often go to movies twice, but I like it more the. I like it even more as I think back on it. I think I'm going to like it more the second time around because like there's the anticipation of the jokes and then like, when they land, you're like, oh. <laughs> That's what I told you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kyle was right. Kyle was right for once. <laughs> Kyle won. Everyone else, a, a gajillion. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, does that wrap everything up? I think, I think it so. does. Have a great Labor Day weekend, everyone. We yep. will be back next week. Perfect. Hopefully with some more catch up. Yeah, hopefully we can tell you how the farewell was. Yes. I'll try to. Well, I'll try to. I think we're all trying to see it. (laughs) Eric will. There is one try. Eric, will you just tell me what the extra Midsommar stuff was after you see it so I don't have to go watch it? I think he first has to explain, like, what the movie is so that way there's... I've talked to her a little bit. Have you talked about... Oh, yeah. I know what what happens Okay, cool, cool. I know what it's all about. I think there's some new footage pre-Sweden and then a lot of new footage in Sweden. So probably more rituals and cool stuff. Yeah. And more just douchebaggery from her boyfriend. Right, right. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. So, so. Well, have a good weekend, everyone. Take it easy. Bye.